I'm convinced nobody's ever weed eaten before. <laughs> oh, okay. In middle school, uh-huh. when I was having to cut the grass, the lady across the street. Well, you were directly across the street, but the lady across the street in one, <laughs> in one over. Not y'all, but one in one over. I hated weeding so bad that one time, I literally got scissors and just went around the house. <laughs> How, why? Like, how is that easier than weeding? <laughs> I just, I was so fed up and done that, like, I just, I, I'm not kidding. I, I was like telling mom, I'm not going to do it. You have to, they're paying you to do your yard. And like, fine. I grabbed scissors and went and just went around the house with scissors. <laughs> I, uh, I'm so like at a loss for words because I can see your point of like, I don't want to do this, but it would be like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to make it harder for myself. <laughs> I was in middle school. I what was, was your in game though? Did you think, were you hoping they would take pity on you and be like, no, don't do it. No, no. I just... I'm going to spend three times as long doing this simple job. That'll show them. Uh, well, no, it was mom that was making me like, Oh, okay. 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 It was mom that was making me do it. Like, you know, they didn't complain or anything. Mm -hmm. So what's funny is, well, and also I saw the, also it was before I was, it was also something my mom set up. Like I wasn't, I didn't go like knock on their door and was like, Hey, can I cut your yard? And you like pay me like my mom, I arranged it. Well, if, if it's who I'm thinking of, what's funny is flash forward, what, 15 years. I yeah. trimmed their trees with a pole saw, <laughs> so, <laughs> which I didn't think anything of it. I just did the work. But now just to think that where I was walking previously was a young dude with scissors just <laughs> weeding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> this feels weird as far as like trying to get into a meta episode without, like, I feel like we, this is the sixth one. And I feel like each time we've had a different idea of how to kick it off. And this time, I don't know if I have an idea that we haven't done yet. Well, I can tell you my prep has been to not prep. Oh, I've been doing the exact same. I was playing Minecraft. When, my whenever intent- you texted I- me, <laughs> whenever I you texted me like, hey, do you, because I said, hey, are we recording at 7.30? And you were like, well, do you want to do later or earlier? And I said, I can do earlier. I'm not doing anything right now. I was literally playing Minecraft. <laughs> you know what's so funny to me? When you just said Minecraft, you know what? I, I truly, I saw this vividly in my head was Minesweeper, not <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> I used to love that game, dude. I love that game. There's the age difference between them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever completed a game of Minesweeper. I don't know if I know how to play Minesweeper. Oh, it's so My fun. experience whenever I was growing up was like, oh, I'm just going to keep clicking randomly. And if I hit the bomb, I hit the bomb. But like, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was more of that, that, uh, was it space cadet pinball game? That was my go-to. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to do that too. Like hit the bomb. But once I figured out how to play, like it was awesome. Yeah. I never learned. Yeah, I moved no, on. For me, it's, it's like Minesweeper and snake. Mm. They're right there by each other. Snake, I love, especially like on those old Nokia brick phones. One of my aunts, she used to have a Nokia phone, and every time I'd get near her, I'd be like, hey, can I play on your phone? And so I would just take her phone and play Snake <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> so my the game I would put above those two 
this is going back to elementary school for me. Mm-hmm. So we're talking like 85, 86, 87, you know? Um, and we'd go to get to go to the computer and play games on the computer. And it was like, you know, Pong style graphics, a black screen with a white thing. And it was literally just like a rectangle upright. So imagine like two pixels. And with the arrows, you'd go left and right. And it would start like bouncing like on a trampoline and it'd get higher and higher each time you got it. And then it would move across the screen and you'd have to put the trampoline underneath it. And you just basically, what's the highest number you can get to? So that's like a early flappy bird. <laughs> I loved that game. Oh my gosh. Um, that made my day. Early too. flappy bird or early doodle jump? It's funny how like the mechanics. Yeah, the early stayed- jump. Like 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 when I was in elementary school, and that that was there was nothing better than to have the computer day and do that. <laughs> My two thoughts, like I love how the mechanic stays the same, but the graphics just improve between what you played and what I was playing on Doodle Jump on my iPhone. But whenever you brought up like games playing at the school, I thought you were gonna go with the classic Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail was my jam. In I didn't like, do, ele- I, I didn't I didn't do Oregon Trail till middle school. I was elementary middle school with Oregon Trail. That okay. was so, a yeah. fun. I I don't think I ever completed it, but it was just so fun to try and like go through it. Okay, so I remember the first time I beat Oregon Trail. Brag about it. Um, I don't know if this is bragging that it took me this long to beat the game. Uh, <laughs> I just said I never beat it. So like, <laughs> okay. go ahead. <laughs> Eighth grade. We're it's the last day of going to a computer class, computer lab. And so we all were talking about it. Like we knew this is the computer day. We had it marked on the calendar and like strategizing and making a plan because we knew that like we were about to go to high school and this was our last chance to try to beat the game. And we either, a lot of times we didn't beat it because um, like the class period would end, you know? And so we were like, okay, how do we get through this as fast as possible? Basically, we we did a speed run. That's essentially (laughs) what we did. We intentionally like strategically like, like this is what we're going to do. We're going to spend all our money on this and that. And we're just going to, you know, speed um, run the organ trail. <laughs> we, we did, man. <laughs> oh, now, you know, man. you can go and play it still, right? Yeah. I'm like sure just, it's probably yeah, on so steam. I, no, 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 no. Like just to, just on the web base. Like you can just like Google like Oregon trail and play it web based. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing after this recording. <laughs> I'm going to finally redeem myself. Because I've, I've actually done it. I've actually done it and like beat it again a couple of years ago when I found out. So, yeah. I've already failed the X-Men test. <laughs> I forgot I was supposed oh, to watch really? an episode before we recorded this. Damn it. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you bring it up? I wasn't even going to bring it up. I, because I'm I forgot to br- Okay. Because I, I forgot to bring it up. <laughs> No, because like you were just talking about like, I want to get back to the video games because that was fun going through our video game stories. But you brought up like the intentionally not prepping for the meta episode. I did the same thing. But the one caveat being I wanted to at least have the X-Men episode done because it's a meta episode. We can we can go ahead and reveal this. We already recorded the episode that comes out after this with friend Daniel. So there's no possible way that we could go back and re-enter in the X-Men thing. So I wanted to at least have it done for this, but I completely forgot. <laughs> yep. You want to know how bad I am when it comes to watching something I've said I was going to watch? I watched an episode wait, of Daredevil wait, hold, Season hold, hold, 2. 
Oh, really? Instead of X-Men 97, I watched Daredevil oh, nice. season two. <laughs> How many episodes? Just one. Just one. So the one you've already seen, the one you saw and stopped. Yes, but it was like a long time ago. Okay. So yeah. I'm nothing if not perpetually spinning my wheels in mud. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. So I'm 18 minutes into this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so we mentioned a couple of times, this is a bad episode. Yeah. Um, we may or may not play theme music for those of you who are new to this episode. Uh, the meta episode is what we call podcasting self-care. It's where we just decide it's time to let loose and we just like to chat. Um, it's a little self-serving and self-indulgent, but sometimes it's, you know what? I don't like the self-serving, self-indulgent How come? term. Because uh, I think of Parks and Rec and the whole treat yourself. <laughs> That's what the meta episode is. <laughs> well, have we ever told the story about like why that came to be on top of like outside of we did it because we were having technical difficulties. But like my pitch to you on what the origin of the, the meta episode was. I don't remember if we told that or not. I'll just go ahead and say it now. Back when I used to like stream on Twitch, there were days where I would show up and it's like, I don't feel like playing. Wait, wait, I- hold on. Let's let's run the theme and now tell your story. Okay. You got to say the words, though. What words? The magic words. The words we always use. Oh, let's have fun. No, not even that. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's the origin of the meta episode. Cue the theme oh, song. Oh, cue the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cue the well, theme the funny, song. <laughs> the funny thing about cue the theme song, we've always treated cue the theme song with this like sanctimonious power that as soon as somebody says it that's where the theme song is entered but it i thought about it today really the power lies in the editor and where they place the theme song at <laughs> so i was thinking it would be really funny If the theme song like interrupts us mid conversation and then it picks up after the theme song. <laughs> Editor's choice. So go back to your story that interrupted. <laughs> so anyway, back when I used to stream, there you, a lot of thought goes into what you're playing on what day because you obviously want to hit games that people are watching so that you have the biggest potential for getting new viewers. Right. And so sometimes whenever you show That's up, That's how stream, you got so good at Fortnite. Yeah, I wish I was good at Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes whenever you go to stream. <laughs> so sometimes when you ever go to stream, you're just not feeling that game. So I used to call it low stake streaming. I played whatever it is I wanted to play that day, did not care about keeping up with chat, and realized this is going to deepen the connection with the people that are there. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to like gain any new listeners or new uh, viewers. And so whenever we were stumped on what to do when we were having the te- technical difficulties, uh, the meta episode became this thing of like, we're not going to get any new listeners off of this, but hopefully the people who are regular listeners will have a better understanding of who we are by the end of the meta episode. <laughs> right, right. So actually, actually, I had one prep thing the other day. What'd you do? It popped into my, popped into my head. Dude, it wasn't much. I was like in the shower and something popped into my head. I was like, oh, I should mention that meta episode. And then I thought, no, it's a meta episode. I should say that for another episode. But there's I, nothing I, more meta than that. <laughs> I was I was watching the Doctor Strange Assembled. 
and then I was you watched then, the Doctor Strange assemble. I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. I didn't finish it. I, I um, believe you. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I was like, okay, I can't even watch this. Um, <laughs> now, having said that, though, I did. I was in the shower, and I came to the realization. It's like, I need to, I need to apologize. Not that he listens. I, I don't know. Hope you listen to, to Waldron. I, I, I was probably too critical of Waldron. Too much of my stuff got towards him. Um, that doesn't mean, like, I'm excited to watch stuff that he writes. Yeah, but I think I was, but but I, but watching what I did of the assembled, um, he was in a tough spot mm-hmm. for that movie. So, and I feel like there's been a lot of interviews of like, yeah, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to do this since that movie yeah. has come out, where it feels <laughs> yeah. like, and again, this is projecting, but it feels like that subconscious, like if it were up to me, this is what would have been in the movie sort of conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm the Miss Marvel assembled hit today. It did. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, same here. Dude, I I loved the assembled documentaries to the point like I was trying to pitch something related to the assembled documentaries since WandaVision, I think. Like I, I wanted to do an episode around it. We just haven't quite figured out what we do. But after Hawkeye, I have completely fallen off. I think the last assembled documentary I watched was Moon Knight. I didn't watch Eternals. I didn't watch um, Multiverse of Madness. I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I've completely fallen on the wayside on those. So I do plan on uh, watching Miss Marvel at least. The Black Widow one was good. I've seen the Moon Knight one. Although the Moon Knight one was part of the prep for the other pod. But um, hmm. Hawkeye one was really good. Yeah, I think that's... I haven't seen the Eternals one. Yeah, I honestly forgot they were doing one for the Eternals. I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Loki it, one you know, still remains some, when, my favorite. Were, oh yeah, but the thing was, is it was one of those things where, it, it, when they were first coming out with the Disney Plus shows, like oh these are really cool, this is really good, but the movies weren't something because it was like you know finale the next week you get an assembled, right? So I'd watch the assembled, and so with the movies because it's weeks later, I just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Not even weeks, almost like a month, like month to two months. Because yeah. they have to like well, concurrently release it with the video on demand version of the movie and then wait till after people have watched the video on demand to offer up the documentary. And Miss Marvel has had a little bit of a separation. That wasn't the week after. Well, they've gotten ever since I believe Loki, they've gotten progressively further away from finale to assembled release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a because I remember it was so perfect. Like by the time we would do our wrap up episodes for whatever series we were covering, it was like, oh, awesome! The day we we're gonna record that came out, we could like quickly breeze through that and then have talking points for the wrap up episode. But that hasn't mm-hmm. been the case for a while. Yeah. So yeah, I I hope they keep up the assembled documentaries. I don't want them to ever stop doing those despite just admitting i haven't watched them yet but whenever i do get around to them they're they're so illuminating on the process of what goes into the series and the movies oh yeah so i was looking it up this is the sixth meta episode we've done and we have not done one since february of this year it is wild how long it's been since we've done one and I don't think it's, it's probably like the worst kept secret, especially because I know after some episodes of the main 
podcast that we would release, friend Daniel would message us and be like, I'm so excited for the meta episode because it's clear. <laughs> it's clear. Like, I'll even admit this. There was an extended conversation that we had where we almost recorded a meta episode on the first episode review of Miss Marvel, but right. we stopped because we didn't think it would be fair to to the Miss Marvel series to do a review episode and then also drop this at the same time where it felt like our focus should have been on the series. Well, and as good as Miss Marvel was, it would have been completely unfair. Completely. But yeah. in that sense, I think this is the first meta episode that has been planned. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that's what also lended to like, how do we get into this? Cause normally it's like, we just feel it happen while we're trying to do something else and we just let it go. Yeah. Well, and also because, because of that, we we gave ourselves this weird mandate of wanting to like have a be creative like you're saying like oh when does the theme song play and and, and those types of things that then that was the other things where i found myself because it was a planned thing like how do what's what's it this time kind of thing where every other time it just happened um and so that was always that was something else that was like different that's what i was going to pitch to like there's almost this feeling of like because we've put that pressure on like how to kick it off like the only way to go is to just do it normally and then let that creative spirit come back mm-hmm. in at its own pace yeah which oh man i i just okay go ahead we're recording I, so i and i gotta ask because because your listeners want to know my listeners what's what's up with dc dude I it's it's almost to the point where it's not even fun to throw jabs at this point. Well, and I'm not I'm not trying to throw jabs. I'm just saying like that's I'm, insane to me. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, as of this recording this week, the Batgirl movie unceremoniously was shelved. Uh, just cited. It, well, the Batgirl movie, as I understand it, was finished. Also, the directors of Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. It finished, and they've decided they are not going to release that movie. On top of that, and wait, hold on, I mean, just not just not release it, not even to streaming. Like it's one of those things where sometimes you'll be, you know, where where somebody will make a movie and they decide, eh, we're just going to go straight to DVD, straight to home video. They're not even doing that. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Shazam: Fury of the Gods and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is considering moving the release dates, which I believe at least Fury of the Gods was going to be this year. I can't remember if Aquaman was going to be this year or not. That's insane. Did they... I, I was I was too cued-in-ish to the Marvel stuff at San Diego Comic-Con. Did DC announce anything at Comic-Con? I don't know if they announced... The only thing I know about DC's presence at San Diego Comic-Con was... The fans got worked up into this fervor of like, oh, Henry Cavill's going to show up and he's going to announce something Superman related. And that didn't happen. And there was this big disappointment that happened on the DC side of things, which I don't hold that too much to DC because that's just fan side of expectations and letting the expectations get too big. But obviously there wasn't anything to satiate the fans. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like I, I just off the top of my head, I can't remember hearing anything about it. And, and so, I don't know. It just seems so. It's it just seems so odd. I think to be fair to DC, this is more to do with Warner Brothers than it is DC themselves. That is that is fair. That is completely that is fair. fair. I asked DC. It should have been. I should have said, "What's up with the Warner Brothers?" 
Right, because uh, Warner Brothers has pulled Warner Brothers. I don't know the exact extent. I wasn't prepped for this conversation, but I know there's a partnership between Warner Brothers and HBO, and there's been a big shift from making HBO Max exclusive content by pulling back on those original content. Because you know, uh, back in was it 2020 or 2021, every Warner Brothers published movie came to HBO Max day and date. And now it seems like we're seeing some repercussions of that deal because that famously pushed Nolan away from uh, working with Warner Brothers. Um, And I think we're seeing those ripple effects where they're pulling back their original content. They're reshuffling a lot of their DC property movies and even canceling some like Batgirl. I don't know. So here's the other here's the other thing I find interesting with all the legal trouble and the stuff that's come out with Ezra Miller. Yeah. How is that still set to be released next summer and not the one canceled? No idea. There's no idea. Like, like, why like that I, is get, the plan. I get like, if you're looking at those kind of legal stuff and you're like, Hey, this is just, let's just eat this one. Did I ever tell you what my pitch joke to leech was for no. like a, a fun podcast? No, like a, like an a episode DC- or another, another pod. Uh, I think it would have to be like a, a almost an April Fool's episode of the MC and you uh-huh. know. But I jokingly was like, I messaged her. I was like, hey, we should do a DC podcast. And we can, I, or she even may have messaged me like, hey, we should do a DC podcast. And I said, oh, we can call it DCEU and hell. And all it is is just like 15 <laughs> minutes of us saying, why would you watch these DC movies? <laughs> uh, well, and that's the thing is like, it's not that I don't like the characters. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I think that's what makes me so sad about it. Is that the other thing is I was looking forward to Batgirl. Yes. I was, I was looking, really forward looking forward to Batgirl before I knew the Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel directors were involved. Then yeah. finding that out, like I'm extra sad that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's wild. That's yeah. It's crazy to me. <sighs> and I know like, I wonder what's going to happen to Peacemaker. Uh, before recording this in our group message with friend Daniel, he was bringing that up. With because he loves Peacemaker and I've seen like all but the last two episodes and it's really good. But if HBO is pulling back on a lot of their original content, like I don't know what they're going to do with that property because it, it seemed to do favor- favorable. Like it seemed like people mm-hmm. really really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody that I talked to said you should see this. This is good. Mm-hmm. Ah, Deadpool is trending. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds has he's training. Officially started training. You know what I heard? That was a very well, they good have to. Idea. D23's coming up. D23's coming up. What I heard was a very good idea. Um, you know how whenever Deadpool movies come out, they always have like really cool marketing. Like I think didn't he do a music video like slow dancing in his Deadpool suit in a two like a tutu? Oh, yeah, I think some, he did a ton of stuff or something. Stuff yeah. like that. Somebody pitched that he should do have you seen the AMC commercial with um Oh, what's her name? I, it's, I'm blanking on it now. <sighs> Let me look it up real quick. Nicole Kidman. Have you seen the AMC Nicole Kidman ad where she's like all dressed up and walking through like a, a cinema and like waxing poetically about what it means to go to the theater and how lucky they no. are? No, yeah. I haven't. She, that's apparent, that became a meme last year. They should totally get Deadpool to recreate that as a promotional piece for uh, Deadpool 3. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know what I think they should do? What's that? A- along with that, either like create an official Wade Wilson or Deadpool like TikTok account where he's just 
being a TikToker and doing like the about damn time Lizzo dance and the like and making fun of making fun of stuff like that. Because Ryan Reynolds already does that anyways. Right. He just needs to put the mask on. I'd imagine they're probably going to do something like that. Because they had that oh, they built, have to. that built-in like Stitch feature where he can comment on other videos. And that's like begging for a Deadpool marketing scheme. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of that coming up soon. So off topic. I'm changing topics. Okay. I'm following you. Are you excited for, for fo- football to start back up? Yes, a hundred percent. Because at least I, I've made references here and there, so I think people may know that I, like I'm a Steelers fan, and this is the first time in what eighteen years that the Steelers don't have an established quarterback, and it's like exciting in a way that I have not been excited about Steelers football because there's a variable that mm-hmm. I haven't had since I've watched football. I've never had to worry about a quarterback, and so like yeah, yeah, because it's been Roethlisberger, yeah. And so, like, it's fun to see this new, like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Mitchell Trubisky? Is it going to be Kenny Pickett? And I've been following it all through the draft. Yeah, that that's... So my version of that mm-hmm. is, like, watching the triplets, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin, and then going through the, oh, man, the excitement, who's this going to be, and, and stuff. And then, like, years of hell until you get to Tony Romo, who is, depending on who you ask... The fans didn't a like until he few was more gone. years of hell. <laughs> yeah, until until like he was like the fans didn't like until he was gone. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. We're we're about a month. Yeah, away but from the difference is, is y'all's y'all's uh, y'all's um, consistency at the at the head coaching position is going to be t- is far better than what we had to Cowboys fans had to suffer through. <laughs> oh man! Okay, should I, so, the, should I start the stopwatch? The- Did you haven't started the stopwatch yet? No. This is gonna be our longest minute episode ever. No, I was gonna bring this up because this is something I don't think we've ever talked about, even outside of the podcast. And I'd be curious to find out because I've mentioned before, Rooster Teeth is a major influence for me, not just in podcasting, but just content creation in general. Uh, specifically, Bernie Burns is someone I have tried to model my online behavior after a lot, but I don't know. Outside of like the reason I reached out to you for this podcast is you had threw threw out some suggestions like, oh, man, I really want to do a podcast. I just don't know what to do. And so I was like, okay, this would be perfect. Jude and I can do this podcast. MC, you need to know. uh, And we can go from there. What is your I'll I'll limit. I'll say podcasting, but you feel free to go elsewhere. What was your inspiration for wanting to do things like this? Like podcasting inspiration. Well, back in the 80s. No. Um, <laughs> there was this movie called Star Wars. <laughs> you know what? Like, like if I wanted to go, yeah. Like, well, and, and, okay. So, because I mentioned, like, right, like I went to the art, I went to the Art Institute. Um, and I and originally went there to learn to, to, to want to be in visual effects, right? To want to be. Um, dunked on in 2021 <laughs> yeah right like i like, like I, I wanted to be an animator um and not like oh i didn't know that well not an animator in terms of like but like green screen right like like oh, okay. i wanted to do movie visual effects so when i say animator i'm thinking you know you know everything that, that implies with the visuals for film and that that's why i originally went to the art institute um the art institute that i went to they're um 
computer animation program was more geared towards video games. Okay. Um, and so well, I figured that out pretty quick. And, and so that's when I, I can't remember, I think I've said this on the pod before, but that's when I switched to video production and realizing all the, the, the computer programs I want to learn, I can just make those my electives, you know? And so that's what I did that. So like, and I remember in, I, I remember in middle school taking the, the VHS camcorders and have, and making movies like the front really? yard and the backyard. Yeah. Um, and I remember taking like in high school, um, Aaron and I, I'm still angry about this. Um, <laughs> and, as a, and actually, and actually not only am I still angry about this as a teacher, like I'm still, it makes it even worse. Um, depending on where this goes, I'm cutting this out and sending it to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Aaron and I, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Aaron, like we had to do something with vocab words, right? And a video project was an option. Otherwise you were supposed to like write like a short skit or play and perform it. You know, Aaron and I didn't want to get in front of the class. So we did a couple of commercials, like a, like a commercial. We took the, you know, um, Pulp Fiction scene with Samuel L. Jackson, John Travolta in the very beginning with, um, like, um, big kahuna burger and all that stuff. And we rewrote it, incorporating um, uh, Robert, cousin Robert was in it. We, he was brought. Does this video still exist? Ah, oh, man, I have to find the VHS. But like, we <laughs> we did we did we did that. We did a commercial um, where like got up on the roof with like this this toy gun, but it was like it was an obvious like one of those gotcha paintball guns. Like it's like completely, you know, and and did like a a spoof commercial for like a car alarm system. And instead of Viper, the tagline was sniper. It never misses, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, and and so we, and then we did one where uh, at the store we worked at, one of the managers uh, had his pilot's license and we all give him a hard time about having his own airline and stuff. So we made a commercial as well for like his airline. And we, we spliced, we got two VCRs and spliced in together scenes from Top Gun of like, you know, when you fly with other airlines, you know, this could happen to you. And we cut in a, there of one of the MIGs being blown out of the sky. Oh my God. You know, but not with this air, <laughs> but not with this airline. And we cut in like Maverick doing something cool, you know, and it, like, we really, really worked on it. Like, you know. And we're so proud of it. We ended up getting like a 95 and she even threw the word plagiarism out because it's not having permission to use like those clips and all this other stuff. Only one other person in the class did a video. He literally got to the class or or got to school that morning and he was a part of like the AV yearbook and all of that stuff. So like while we're getting literally like two home VCRs and doing this, you know, like hitting pause and play like makeshift equipment. He shows up that morning to school, uses the school equipment, sets a camera on a tripod, grabs a microphone and just reads his speech into the microphone. And we know it did it that morning. Cause he's wearing the same clothes <laughs> and we're all pointed out and, and he just reads a speech and he got a hundred. That's bull. I know. I know. That's bull. I'm, this was, I'm 43 years old and this was, 
my junior year of high school. So this is what, 95, 96. And I'm still bitter about this one. That's, it's both bull and funny that they're like, oh, you took scenes from Top Gun. That's plagiarism. <laughs> I know. I'm in high school. Come on. That's, this is clearly a pre, in, like, internet of today era yeah <laughs> where and, now you just and, print out a meme <laughs> right never mind getting into fair use even me saying print out a meme is dated i know right <laughs> now all that to say like that's what i like i've always had some kind of creative creation thing in me mm-hmm. um and so well, fu- so 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 i think i think it's all of that and then like working at the TV station, starting to really get interested in the podcast, watching your, your, um, your streams for those last, I guess, I think I watched the last two or three years, two and a half years of you streaming and, and really kind of learning what that is and, and, and started to understand like what the term content creation meant, you know? Um, and so having like those, that desire from a very young age, and having gone to school for it as well and worked doing that for, for a time before I became a teacher. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's what all kicked it off to where it's like, yeah, th- let's do this. This is awesome. You know? So yeah, that's, that's a long winded way to say that's, that's how I, what drove me to get into doing these kinds of things. I find that so fascinating to hear the stories about you making those movies with the VHS uh, recorder. Because like that, I remember doing that on my own, but I didn't have anyone my age interested in doing that. So what I would do is I would just film my toys. I would set up a scene with my toys and I would try and film scenes that way, but they never really went that far outside of just like me recording. But I do remember way before streaming was a thing, I used to record me playing video games. Like for, in fact, it was a uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan game. I used to like plug in the VHS cables into the camcorder and I would play my Xbox game and I would try to get my family to watch like, hey, look, 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 I just beat this level. But of course, they didn't really care. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it was me, Aaron, um, Tim, and I can't remember who else it was. And this was the time Tim and I were both at the Art Institute. So we were always had a camera on us and always rolling and doing something. Mm-hmm. And we were playing NHL 99 on the PlayStation <laughs> and we doing a tournament. I don't think not, NHL 99 had a tournament setting yet. So we were literally just pick your team and amongst ourselves and just made up our own tournament. But then we would just turn on the VHS and record the screen <laughs> of us playing. <laughs> but because we were doing that, you would turn and like mid mid play whoever had it would like ask questions interview style and, and like <laughs> what do you think about that goal and then you, you know you um, gotta find these videos <laughs> and, and then there was one time where aaron got frustrated and angry or he got beat or whatever but but then we did a spoof of ryan leaf's rookie year apology when he like had to apologize to the media and like he I, I don't know if you remember this because he was he was drafted what number two overall to the Chargers, yeah. The same year that Peyton Manning was drafted number one overall to the to the uh, Colts, so that was years ago. 
And he had some kind of blow up in the media in the locker room. And then he had an apology, but he sat there and like, he read his apology, like on a sheet of paper, he's looking down, reading it. And then like, you can tell he's disgusted because then he like wads up the paper or whatever and throws it into his locker. So we had, when Aaron got frustrated and got lost, we had him spoof that and recorded him (laughs) (laughs) doing an apology, but like reading it and then like did it and throwing it down on the kitchen floor and stuff. So yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh man. I remember when I was, my friend Tim and I, we did a lot of improv stuff too. Like, like we just get it rolling and he'd do like these skits of like, I remember once we were, we were telling this, um, he, he was telling like these old, it was weird. Like he was telling like, these old Testament stories, but in like the voice of like the Godfather, <laughs> and we'd call it Godfather <laughs> Moses. <laughs> oh my so, yeah. God. Yeah. All kinds of stuff like that. That's funny. I used to have a friend cause I talked about when I was younger, I didn't have anybody my age that was into doing stuff like that. But by the time I got to freshman year of high school, I believe I had a friend who was into doing stuff like that as well. And we tried to fill, he had a movie called Organic Matter, which is about these people that could control plants. And by the time that I became friends with them, they were already on like Organic Matter 6 or something like that. (laughs) But whenever we would film, it would, I swear to God, it was just like we had lightsabers and it would be like this super serious conversation about the fate of the world. And the bad guy would jump in from like the left side of the screen and we'd have a lightsaber battle and they would just run off and that would be the chase scene. (laughs) Yep. Oh man. oh man yeah all kinds of stuff like that so in in it, that sense that's that's why i podcast cool. <laughs> i was thinking about that today like what was your inspiration but like i guess to to bring it back to podcasting are, are there any specific podcasts that stood out to you that made you want to do stuff like this because i know for me like rooster teeth is the first podcast i ever listened to and it's so funny to me because i remember I was already a fan of them because of Red vs. Blue, which was a series they started. Uh, they basically made a cartoon using the video game Halo. And so I had found their stuff, binged all that, and then found out they were doing a podcast. And they were already like six episodes in at like an hour each. And I remember just sitting there thinking, oh, man, there's no way I'm ever going to catch up to like six hours of content. And here I am at like. 600 and something episodes later still listening to them (laughs) so i think the first podcasts podcast i think the first one the first pods i've ever i've ever listened to was revisionist history wow okay and that when that really and because it was a couple of seasons in Mm -hmm. i was able to binge through season one and then binge through to season two and i don't know if three seasons or just two seasons were out but it was enough that I, I binged those seasons and I was like, oh, I want more of this. And, and somebody else suggested another podcast. So a lot of the podcasts I started listening to were much more scripted and researched. Um, and, and typically that's kind of the podcast I still gravitate towards. If I'm looking for a podcast, it's just me, like for my own personal. Yeah. You've recommended a couple of revisionist history episodes to me before. Yeah. And, and so... Um, so that's what really got me into listening to podcasts. Um, but I, I like, what, I what would you say if, is your favorite right now? If that's changed from revisionist history? Um, you know what? Um, I'm really enjoying a podcast called ologies. 
Mm-hmm. It was a trick question. Uh, you should have said MC. You need to know. Oh, MC. You need to know. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, all, ologies. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, what was the other one? Um, the Land of the Giants podcast. You know, uh, well, ologies is different because that's kind of regular basis. Whereas, like, Land of the Giants is seasons, just like revisionist history. Uh, I like slow burn, which is seasons. Um, what's the other one? There was one other one that I'm blanking on right now that was like seasonal, you know? Um, and those are the ones that I just really, because, um, oh, what is it? I'm kind of scrolling through now. I just, cause I like the, the deep dive, um, more perfect from radio lab. Uh, although the first two seasons were good. And then I think after that, it's not that they weren't good content wise. They just kind of got away they got like too creative, you know, if that, if that makes sense and kind of got away. So basically the meta episode six. Yeah. And, and so, and, and so, but, but that's typically what, what I kind of, kind of look for. Um, when it's like, I'm listening to a pod for just my own for me. Otherwise, like I, I listen to a ton of stuff, but those, that's what really got me into it. Those are the ones that like, if I ever feel like, hey, I, I want a pod that that um, I, I need a new pod. That's that's the kind of stuff I I do gravitate towards. For me, in terms of like creating, what I like this better is I think I I feel like I work better with people than on my own, and I'm much more creative when I'm getting to collaborate with somebody. And I notice I notice this with like my teaching. Like so, first year teachers just completely. You're just trying to survive, right? Second year, it, it, it typically takes about three to four years for someone to, even if you've been teaching for a while and you get a new class, you're looking around like that three to four years because you're like building and creating and then you do it again because, oh, this didn't work. I like this. And you make these tweaks. And then by like that end of three, four, you're like, oh, I got this, right? Um, and you're and just really comfortable with it. Um, it's easier when you've been teaching for a while and it's a new class because you kind of, you know, your experience, but your first year, first year, oh, it sucks. Um, and so in that second year, I kind of overplanned. And one of the things I noticed was I felt too rigid to where it's like, no, I got to do X, Y, and Z. And so the third year I was able to be like, okay, I need to find that balance of like where I'm planned, but I need to, I have to have that leeway. I, I have to be able to improvise. I have to be able to have that freedom. And so, and I, and I just work better that way with a group and with that freedom to, to, or feeling like I have that freedom to just on the spot, make changes and improvise. And that's what I think what our style of podcast does allows me to do. And so creative wise, I prefer this and think I would be better at this than a scripted out. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Cause I, and it's funny to say that because coming from the streaming background, technically MCU need to know is a lot more scripted than what I used to do streaming wise. Cause even though I talked about like researching what games to play and putting thought into that, there's a lot more variables and what we do week to week here, especially when we're in the off season of not having a show to review where we're having to come up with like topic based ideas. Like I think that's been adjust an adjustment for me of Trying to find, I, I kind of, I think similar to what you were talking about, finding that balance between scripted and improvised, 
Mm-hmm. And I think I'm perpetually stuck in that overly rigid. Hello and welcome back to another episode of blah, blah, blah. Like I have those like pillars that I have within an episode. And yep. that's because I've talked about it before. That's all anxiety based of like I need structure to help me b- to be able to like branch out into those improvised sections within episodes. But that's something that I think I've been trying to be a little bit more comfortable with because I, I, I don't know if you feel this way. But through Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, I feel like we've been a little bit more looser than we've been in previous coverage of our MCU Need to Know stuff. Yes, especially especially Miss Marvel. Yes, yeah. And and like even down. Well, I was gonna say I think some of that was because we gushed on it so much, and I don't mean that in the like to put down the content, but it, it, it like like I thought we we did talk about it, but like. It just felt so much more natural because of how much we enjoyed that series. Yeah, there was times where, like, I think I openly admitted, well, one, behind the curtains, this is the meta episode, the way I would take notes in every series but Miss Marvel would be, I would come up with the most important topics, break that down, and then I would write my notes towards the topic. But I told you with Miss Marvel, since, you know, we decided, hey, we're not going to have guests on this one. It's just going to be us. I was like, I'm going to experiment with this new style of note taking where I watched and took notes first. And then based off the notes I took, came up with the important topics. And so because of that, throughout the entirety of that coverage, I felt less prepared than I did in any of the other seasons previously. But I think to what you were saying about us gushing over it. That was the compass moving forward where I didn't feel as strict and adhering to a, a structure as I used to in the other series because we were enjoying it so much, which right, makes so, me like, go ahead. I was going to say, it, I'm curious on how I'm going to cover She-Hulk. If I'm going to revert back to my old style or stay with this new style of Miss Marvel. I, I haven't I, decided what I prefer. Stay, stay with the new. You think start so? Out, let, start, start out with the new. Okay. Okay. So again, it's go back to what I was saying about teaching. So first year. I'm just trying, and most of us are just trying to survive. Your literal first year. And second year, great. I got the same class. I have what I've done. So I'm not, it, it's kind of planned, right? Like, like you don't do the exact same thing, you know, but, but you're in a position where you're not reinventing a wheel, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong. Other teachers help you, but you've actually done it, right? You have it on paper. You've, been through it once before uh because i mean you do it enough you have an idea of like what a student's gonna say you know um like you know uh, one of my coworkers jokingly says that you know teaching is basically groundhog day you know you take the summer <laughs> off and then you go do it again the next year especially if you get the same classes over and over again you know um and and, th- and that's oversimplifying it but it's like i know what i'm going to talk about a certain topic I know generally when a question's going to be asked, like what part of that topic is going to spark a question and what the question's going to be. Even if it's not word for word, year to year, it's generally the same area, you know? And I let it happen. I don't, I'm not going to tweak my material like, oh, I know they're going to ask me that, so I'm just going to do it. Like, no, I'm going to let them have the question, right? But I'm prepared for it now, versus first year doing it, like, are they, you know, what is going to spark them to talk? And, and then, and the more you do it, you kind of learn. Right. And so like, you get to a point where the longer you do it, it's like, I don't, I'm not, it's weird because it's like, I, I don't, 
I don't overly, Tara's probably going to listen and just like roll her eyes and <laughs> I don't, I don't overly worry about lesson plans anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and notice, notice the wording. I don't overly worry about lesson plans anymore because I know generally speaking with, with the classes, well, it was different last year because I had two new courses. So like that was like, okay, I can rely on experience of, I've been in the classroom before and how it functions. So what am I going to do, you know, for this, for the year? What's my scope and sequence? What's, you know, what is each little part of that puzzle? Um, or actually I, for me, I think narrative, I think of what's the, what's the narrative I'm going to tell over the, over the course of the, the semester. And, but, but once I've done it before, it's like your basic lesson plan is just like, okay, quick review of yesterday to assess if they remember it slash know it, you know? Um, and so like you get a chance to gauge where they at from the day before, you know, and a refresh Then I'm going to push forward. I'm going to do some way, some form of assessment at the end of that class, somewhere in there to see if they got it. That might be a quiz. That might be verbal. Like who knows, you know? So I'm going to, I'm going to check at the end of that class period, um, send them home with practice or not, you know, basically homework. Sometimes you just send them, sometimes you don't. And then you do it again, right? And so you have the content. Now, like what I'm going to do, the the toolbox you open up and the choices you make, you know what I mean? Of how I'm going to do those things. Yeah, like I'm going to think about that, but that's essentially what you're doing every day, you know? And then you, and then you, you know, you're mixing up the, how you do that. And so that's why I say like, I don't really overly worry about lesson plans. In, in that sense, because I and that's the basic outline or format, you know. And so for me, like when I hear you saying that, it's like uh, of that shift. It's like you and we've done this enough. Like, we have you have that. We you know you're going to say that you know. Welcome back to MCU. You need to know a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And well, dude, I'm excited. Because- <laughs> well, dude, you know how you doing, dude. How you doing, Trey? I'm G. Like, you know, I, oh, I just flipped it. It's <laughs> an episode. I can flip it. But y- you know what? I'm going to do that next time. How you doing, Trey? I'm Jude. Um, but I mean, you get it. Like, like you'll, we you'll have, throw me off. <laughs> well, like, but we have those things and you have mm-hmm. those markers. That's no different than when I'm walking into a classroom. Y- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so used to it that like, there's a freedom and not having to worry about that. And I think that's yeah. what you were experiencing with Ms. Marvel. Like, I know this. I don't have to worry about this anymore. I can actually just watch and take notes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that decision of like, we're not doing guests this season and because we were in so in love with it, because there was times like if you go back and listen to our coverage, there was times where it's like, okay, this isn't an important topic till the end of the episode, but screw it. Let's go ahead and just start talking about it now. And then we'll just bring right. it up later again. So yeah. Yeah. I think you can trace this all the way back to when we used to cover Daredevil. To the point where I was watching Daredevil four times and I would write, because you saw the notes, I yeah. would write like extensive coverage of like a scene by scene breakdown. Daredevil walks in, he speaks to this person, he does this mm-hmm. and that. And so like, it's been slowly me. And that was, and that was just the scene breakdown. So we were staying together. That wasn't <laughs> even your, that wasn't even your talking point notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. So I would do that and then take my talking point <laughs> notes because I think there is like with with podcasting, regardless, because we're, we're both co-hosts. We host this together. 
But I think with any podcast, there's always a driver. There's someone moving forward. And so there's like a feeling of, there's a feeling of like prep that I feel pressure on doing that if I don't do that enough, that the episode will go off the rails. And I think what Miss Marvel has been, even if I'm still apprehensive, apprehensive about it, is I can take, I can, I don't have to white knuckle the steering wheel. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It makes a lot of sense. And that, and that's not a reflection of like, of you or any of the guests. That's like my own level of comfort and anxiety of like, oh, like, yeah. Okay. So like, and I, and I think that's just the, the process of learning and getting comfortable. So like, so like when I worked at a TV station and I first started having to direct the news, you want to talk about just a nerve wracking experience and I get stressed out. I would yell at people and take that stress out on other people. Like I was a miserable person to work with. I can't imagine you yelling at other people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just, and, and there was an element of like this perfectionism that was coming out, you know, and if it, any little thing went wrong, you know, and, and it didn't help that I was like, 19 20 21 doing this <laughs> like like i'm 19 20 21 doing in you know 2021 right in that area in, in like, christian bale you are trashing my sea <laughs> i'm not kidding man like yeah like like it was crazy um oh my gosh i'm embarrassed of myself um you know and once i learned how to do it and do it well all of that went away and I stopped, you know, and I got to a point where we were, we were also under staff, you know? And so like, I was, it was one point where I was working God, close to 80 hours a week, seven days a week. Like, you know, um, it was crazy. It was, the money was great. Cause they, I had, well, I had the technically the promotion to the title, the production coordinator. And let's be honest, they called me a court production coordinator, not manager. Cause it's basically I was doing the production manager's job but not getting the production manager's pay. Um, <laughs> Cause that, that wasn't 19, my 20, 21. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and that's why I had seven days. Cause like I would create the schedule and we were shorthanded and everybody's guaranteed one day off either Saturday or Sunday. The only way everybody could have got a day off is somebody had to work seven days mm -hmm. and I was making the schedule and I couldn't bring myself to like schedule myself a day off. Yeah. And I just didn't feel fair to everybody else. Um, and what was cool is there was a short time where like almost a month where they didn't switch me over to salary. So like I was getting like time and a half, <laughs> like I was getting paid. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> for, for, for that age and where I lived cost of living. I, it was awesome. Um, but once I got really getting good paid, at it, yelling at people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The morning news, right? The morning news show, we were so understaffed. We had one person, and this was my first, my first job out of the Art Institute. Um, to give you an idea of morning there. So my very first job was morning news, um, camera slash videotape or slash running, running the tape and then making local commercials, right? I was the only camera operator for three cameras. Wow. And then. Like when it was time, I would set up a shot and I'd have to run out the studio and run around down this hall into the room for the, for the tape recorders, for the news cast, uh, cast, put on headphones, listen to the director hit play 
you know, cue up the next tape, look at the rundown and see, oh, we're going to need another shot. And so while that's playing, run back around, set up the next shot and then run back. Like, and, and so I like, that's what I was doing. And then when I, when I got to director and I was directing the morning news, we had almost this weird horseshoe shape, like control room. And it got to the point where I, like, you just got so used to it that not only was it not stressful and it was like second nature, I was running the, I was direct, I, I ran everything. I ran the graphics, I ran the audio board, I ran like, you know, normally you get like, you see like the director who says what to do and the ter- technical director actually presses the buttons. At this station, the director also pressed the buttons. And so like I was doing the director, technical director, audio and graphics, and I had, a, I would use both feet and I had a chair with wheels and I would just push myself and slide and, and, and like, it's not how I started out, but man, once I got comfortable, it was just like, oh, you know, and it was so funny. Cause after that, after that job is when I was at UNT and it was me, I think there was one other person, but it was like, um, they were doing television production stuff and like, we were practicing what it would be like. And I'm watching them freak out and trying to direct and press all these buttons and panicking or like doing your job, <laughs> like, or I'm watching like once, like, like one student to a camera each in the studio. And they're like, they're just having, they don't even have to move the camera. They just literally have to like pan and zoom and get a different shot. And I'm like, how is this difficult for y'all? I mean, I mean, the reality is, is like, I, again, I'd done it for a couple of years, but I'm just watching him just shaking my head. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what it's like, man. Same thing with podcasting, right? Like, like, like you, you get into like, or anything, you know, yeah. scissors are actually a weed eater, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to include that part of the intro. <laughs> Uh, well you know it's so funny you bring that up because this is not a one-to-one but in that terms of like learning and then watching somebody else or having that level of experience and then watching someone else trying to come in and learn that i i don't talk too much about work but i've been in the process of trying to find help at work i'm in lawn service and i've been there's been days where i've been having to work solo and so i've been trying to train other guys and it's funny to me that like when i weed eat watching them someone who's coming in it's because you don't think it's as hard as it is but it actually turns out like to get it down to the perfection that like paying customers are expecting yeah Yeah. it's a lot more difficult than people give it credit for so there's what this one area that i have where it's this long stretch of grass between these like collection of houses that we do where we just do that back half and there was one guy i was training i was like hey look i'm just gonna start you here on this fence I want you to work all the way down this place. It's probably about like six houses. Just flatten along the edge of the fence this way. I'll take the other side. By the time I got all the other side flattened and then came back around and edged all the other side, the guy had made it like halfway flattening. And he's like, all right, Uh, because we took a lunch. He's like, all right, all I got left is this side. And then we can start on that other side. And I'm like, dude. I've got it finished. Like, <laughs> like we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it's like that. I think it's like that anywhere. Like when I worked at UPS. Yeah. yeah when mm-hmm. I worked at UPS and we were, and it was the morning shift, we were emptying, you know, basically unloading trucks so you can loan the, the brown trucks. And I'm like, you know, doing that and I'm going so slow, but eventually it's just like, just by myself, I'm just running through trucks like it's nothing, you know? Although I do remember one time they gave me a, 
a t-shirt because like, yeah, dude, you had such a good day. Cause like I did, like I just, I, I unloaded by myself. I mean, we had multiple, but like, like I like for myself set a personal record of like how many trucks I went through and, <laughs> and like other people did less trucks. I don't know what I got into me that morning. But I remember they gave me this white t-shirt that said body by UPS. And I remember getting it and looking at it and like this guy, like, you know, flexing muscles. And I'm just like, I'd rather a raise. I want a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give me the pizza party. Just, you know, pay me fairly. (laughs) (laughs) Having said that for a part-time job in college, UPS wasn't a bad gig as far as pay goes, but. Uh Uh-huh. So, oh, uh, real quick, we're at hour and 14. We're an hour and 14. Wow. That went by quickly from not knowing how to start this to now probably being, this might be one of the longer meta episodes we've ever done. It is. And this I, is know good. I, didn't, I know I didn't stop the stopwatch, but that's from the moment we said hit record. Right, 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 right. And I, yeah, there'll probably be some point at which we decide to start this thing. The, I, I, I know it's a meta episode. Uh, we usually keep these short, but I feel like it's important to at least talk about this. Not saying that we have to end right after this. If we're still feeling good, we can keep going. You know, I, I didn't make it a secret as far as like taking the social media break during Miss Marvel, which sucks. Again, it all comes back to like Miss Marvel ended up being one of our favorite oh, series. I know, right? and it was the one, yeah. the one we pulled back the most on. You and I talked about this a little bit. Last weekend. Last weekend. I still haven't gotten my taste for social media back. Like I, for sure yeah. on my own personals, I'm no, done. I, like, I, 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 I think it's important we say that because Cause it's one of those things that we're like on pod and like July, it's July, you know? And, and like, I just, I'm slowly getting back, but I'm noticing to the extent that I'm, that I am getting back on social media and doing stuff. There's an element of, I feel like I'm forcing myself to, mm-hmm. um, like I still haven't interacted in the discord. Um, but I I've think that's re- the, the, but I've been reading. Okay. That's the difference between us. I've pulled back to the Discord where I don't feel as... Because it used to be, it was like, if there's a message in the Discord, I have to respond immediately. And I've gotten to the point where I've I've built a discipline where I wait until the evenings now to like participate. Unless it's something where like somebody's confused or like has a question about rules, I'll jump in during the day. But I've been better about keeping it to the evening, coming back to it on my own terms. But with social media itself, like on my personals, I will check it right before going to bed on my iPad. Like I don't even have my own socials logged in on my, my personal phone, but beyond just saying like, Hey, there's a new episode for MCU. You need to know. I just haven't done much in that regard. And I don't know. There's a variety of reasons, but to me, at least at this moment, my, and we've talked about this, my my North star is directing towards the discord. I -hmm. really, because I talked about this before, even in the streaming days, my favorite thing about content creation is the community building. Right. I love seeing the relationships build outside of us. I know that sounds contradictory of us trying to build a show no, no, where we yeah. want people in- engaging, but it makes me so happy when I see people interacting who would not have crossed path otherwise unless it was for the show. Right. And so... I've been trying to focus more on bridging those communities within the discord. And to me, that feels more important than trying to do stuff on social media. Cause I've talked about it before with you where like I've grown this cynicism where I feel like I see social media is come down to how can I make you enraged? 
if that makes sense. Like, well, I well, have yeah, this I, strongly worded opinion. Yeah, I, w- I would rephrase it to just how could I, what can I put to get a reaction? Mm-hmm. And it's less about interaction. Getting a rise. How, right. How do I get a, how do I get a reaction? How do I get a rise? How do I make somebody angry? How do I make somebody laugh? And less about the interaction. And so like mm-hmm. in, in that, like, yeah, I, I'll read along in, in the discord. Oh, know, and well, I haven't chatted or intera- interacted a lot. Right. But, but like, I'll, I'll read it, but like, definitely when I look at Instagram or Facebook, I'm just like, especially Instagram, when I get on Instagram now, there's a few things I'm looking for, like people that I'm looking for in the sense of like, I really want to see their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like TJ, I want to see what TJ's working on. There's some artists I'm following, you know, um, podcasts that, you know, people that, that we've met, you know, and interact with, whether it be, um, Rob Logan, TK, uh, Sean from Caption Life, like, like I will look out their stuff. Cause I am like, oh, I want to see what they're doing. Right. And I want to see like what their updates are, um, or these artists. But like I scroll through or hit search and just type in their names. I won't scroll through my feed and see what comes up. I just go specifically. No, I'm going to go find them, see what they're doing. Oh, cool. You know, um, but I, I don't even on Twitter. I don't do that anymore. I, I Twitter. I'm back to what I used to when I first got on Twitter. I get on with a purpose. I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, Um Major League Baseball trade deadline came up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to specifically look up those things because I know news reporters are tweeting about it rather than just aimlessly scrolling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to make the joke when you said like when I log on, I want to see what my my the people I know are doing. And I wanted to say, well, good luck because the algorithm doesn't want you to do that. (laughs) Right. But but I mean, that's the thing. That's why I say like I even just I'm like grabbing, you know, just going directly to them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think I'm at sure. that point too. Cause like one of my favorite mod or not modern creators, they've been creating for a while. One of my recent influences is a podcaster by the name of David Chen, uh, mm-hmm. film podcast, uh, culturally reverent podcast. Uh, he does a lot of stuff that I listen that I like. And I used to have this feeling of like, well, I need to be on social media because if he tweets, I want to read it. And I've gotten to the point where it's like, no, I'm just going to, whenever I have time, I'll just go specifically to his page rather than like endlessly scrolling. Uh, and the, the one clarification I wanted to make is that feeling is exclusive to the open gardens of Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't feel that way in discord discord because mm-hmm. of yeah. the, the walled garden aspect of it. Those conversations feel so much more genuine to me than what like the algorithm based stuff so i want to make sure we're perfectly clear on that point yeah no 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 no. yeah and i I apologize if i made it sound like that yeah goes to the discord it is funny i i there's two others that i need to mention um one because i don't actually find their stuff on instagram and i was just talking instagram uh mcu rewind when i'm on twitter you know um i like to check in on them and Ellie from Oh Shoot, although it's not Oh Shoot anymore. All Day um, Podcast. All Day Podcast. Like, those are the other ones that I'm like, you know, well, I think I told you this. Like, we were scroll. I was scrolling through something, and on this was on Instagram, and Ellie came up. And it was just, it was a weird feeling of like, I know that person. But it was like, I'm seeing <laughs> like a, you know. Um, and so I didn't, you know, I'm sure there's others that I'm leaving out. So I feel bad. Like, 
you know, if I, if I leave you out, but like, but that's, but that's the thing. It's like, oh, I'm going cause I know they're on there and I want to check them up, check up on what they're doing. But, but yeah. So I know we'll probably have some cover conversations on it outside of just saying like, Hey, we've got a new episode. I don't know how much more involved I'll be at least within the first few weeks of this episode releasing. No. Yeah. I think we're doing well as far as that goes. I think so too. I think, I think it's, I think it's a, it's, it's healthy. I think so too. It, it's so easy to get tr- lost in those rabbit holes of like, <laughs> I'm not going to say enrage. I think I like your, the way you put it, like how do I get a reaction or a rise out of you? And it's, I think specifically because of the, the topic we're in of MCU movies, it's a lot easier to fall into those traps. So mm-hmm. I've just like decided to step away kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, it's one twenty three. And we brag about an hour, 20 minutes. It's time to wrap it up. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That, I do want to say okay, this one more not, thing. Not that I what? couldn't keep chatting with you because I'm actually enjoying this. I'm just, this is one of my of favorite. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm, like, I'm not trying to run off of there. I'm just thinking like, okay, we always no, brag you said about it. an hour, it's time 20. to wrap up. <laughs> I, I'm just bragging about 120. So. <laughs> well, what's funny is we bragged about 120. And I think we hit it once. And then after that, every episode was under 120. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, we pick, no, the only- didn't we pick a long in tag once just to get to the 120? After it was that, an intact specifically talking about getting to 120, which is what got us closer to 120. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Okay, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up, and this is short if we are on our way out, although there's a part of me that I would love if this ends up being our longest meta episode ever. Uh, I want to... This, you have all the power here. If you decide we shouldn't do this, this will not make the meta episode. We already Nick mentioned- Shady, thank you for the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we already mentioned next week is an episode with friend Daniel. We have not mentioned what that episode is. Ooh. I think it might behoove the listening audience to include in the show notes a image link of what the bracket looks like because we are doing a bracket episode so that well, when what, people listen we've done it's it's recorded it's done yeah so we should, should we pull to, a warner brothers and just cancel it <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry daniel, daniel. We're, <laughs> <laughs> you know we're just gonna pull that episode <laughs> We we did a bracket episode on our own. <laughs> 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 oh, it, regardless, I think it might be a good idea to say, hey, check the show notes of this episode. There will be an image link to the starting bracket of what we started with so that you can follow along so it'll be easier listening, I think. Yes. Not the finish you bracket. You want to do? Just, Not just the finish the, bracket. Just the start. Right. That way, and, and and leading up to next week, you can fill it out on your own, so you have how you would have done it, and then you can follow along how we did it. Do we put a bracket channel in the Discord? Fill out your bracket, post it here? Our, we could redirect it to the MCU General. Okay, I think that's better. MCU, in an MCU General channel, uh, if you're not in the Discord yet, go join the Discord, click on the roll assign. Uh, although, the roll assign, you can get the MCU General without the roll assign. Yeah, you don't need the, the yeah, spoil. Yeah, and fill that. out your bracket. Um, you know what's so funny is we're, is we're this. The original thought 
of the bracket was to do it in March for March Madness. <laughs> and we're actually like doing that now way past March. Dude, this whole year has been a would have, could have, should have. <laughs> We've been so backed up on episode ideas. Like this is the second bracket episode, mm-hmm. but it is funny that we're doing doing it again here, so far removed from right. Mars. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe we just got to think of what what is a good big bracket for March. Oh, oh, I got it right now. What's that? Face the four? meta episode bracket. Meta <laughs> episode bracket. Episode was was episode? <laughs> well, well, I was I was gonna say um, off the phase four content. Because phase four would be done. All of it. Yeah. Well, phase four would be done at the end of this year. Right. Okay. It ends ends in November. Let's think about that. Because right. think about it. At the moment, it sounds good. But when you lay out the choices, then you're like, do we want to? Because we already decided. I don't know if you remember, but we already decided what the next bracket's going to be. Do we want to reveal that yet? Not the one with Daniel, but the one after Daniel. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We're going to do the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Yeah, because there will be eight, which will be a good number to pit against each other. Yeah. So She-Hulk will top off, I believe, total of eight live action Disney Plus shows. Right. So that's what's going to be the one after that. Yeah. Now, we don't have a guest. We don't have a guest for that yet. Yeah. We're still in the early stages of, of, of rounding out that episode. But I do agree we should have a big theme for March Madness of next year, which maybe we could take. Like, this is we're saying this is a meta episode. This is on the people listening. If you have suggestions, yeah. you can let us know. Yeah. Not absolutely. on social media, because we just bagged on that, but come <laughs> yeah. to the Discord. <laughs> well, I mean, you can DM us on social media. We're going to respond to that. That's true. I do check those And, those and actually, DMs. if you like tweet at us, we will respond to it. I think the, clarif- we- <laughs> the, 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 the clarification is, is our activity in particular from the personal accounts. How much are we doing? Yes. So, yeah. That's our new that's our new social media engagement. You tweet us first. <laughs> no, you move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have so much fun with the med episodes. Okay. I do too. There's probably if you made it to the end of this, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you if you made it this far. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I got all the important things that I I wanted to at least touch on before before calling it a meta episode. So uh, I'm not kidding. I didn't prep. I got I got nothing. This isn't like we're gonna stop recording. I'm gonna be like, oh, I forgot to mention because I have no list. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wanted to talk about your inspiration, so I'm glad I got that because I genuinely didn't know. I knew I wanted to bring up the bracket thing, and then social media was the only other thing. Other than that, it's been freewheeling it with you. Mm-hmm. So, it's fun it's been fun so Did we have fun we had fun i don't think we've talked about that that hasn't made any of the end tags yet no so if you are familiar with the end tags there's been there's a like every time we end episode it's kind of like a boom that's an episode and that's how we would stop everyone and mm-hmm. so somewhere along the way before jumping into the hello and welcome back to another episode blah 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 we started saying let's have fun as a way to kind of get into that mindset of like, no pressure, let's just have fun, talk about the thing we love. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> oh, you were, ex- you were explaining the let's have fun. Yeah, the let's have fun. And so even though I don't think we said it on this one, this was definitely a lot of fun. No, we said it at the beginning. Did we? Uh, we'll find out when we edit. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Yep. Are we calling it? Yeah, let's okay. see next Sandy. All right. Uh, so, you know, if you want to keep in contact with the show, I think the best way to do it at this point is join the Discord. It's a great place to hang out. There's a lot of lovely people. Uh, we've been having monthly game nights, uh, which is something that has been pretty regularly throughout this year. So if you want to be a part of those, you can join the Discord there. Uh, we have future plans on things we want to do. I think we've mentioned before in the past we want to do a listen along. We'll have a section where people will be sharing their bracket episodes for next week. So... I think our main focus is the Discord, and we would love to have you join so we can uh, get to know each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned the mis- the listen-alongs. We've talked about how do we set up a watch to watch some content together. Um, so, I think, go ahead. I think we even talked about doing... It won't be the first few weeks of She-Hulk, because we've got actually some like outside-of-podcast stuff we're going to have to figure out before we do that. But maybe, I think, by episode three of She-Hulk, we're going to start trying to watch the previous week's episode together on Monday. On Monday to get ready for the upcoming Wednesday. Episode on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, so if you want to join us, yeah, Discord is where you want to be. Yeah. Um, while you're down there checking out the graphic of the bracket and the link to dis- the link to Discord, um, and, and or go ahead and keep going all the way to the bottom on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review, preferably five stars. I'm adding this in now because I'm just going to be just shameless hey you know um we're almost three years in let's 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 strong arm this five five stars only (laughs) yeah um (laughs) or on spotify if that's your your choice uh you know uh good star rating there as well um any other podcast players catchers wherever you're listening uh they do the rating review super helpful for us (coughs) bless you uh that was a cough um I can't just randomly bless you. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> Never mind. I'll send a gift receipt next time. <laughs> you know. With that said, <laughs> bless your friends. Send them the episode. We have that kind of power here, apparently. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, of course, we'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work on a SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes as well. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. And Jude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Trey. We'll see you all next week. Boom! Ooh, that's an episode. That's- <laughs> I love how coming up in next week's episode, I don't know how, because I think it's your edit. I don't know how it's going to come across if it's even audible, but Wait, Friend this Daniel- one's, This one's my edit? This is my edit. Oh, okay. The bracket episode's your edit. Yes. But Friend Daniel was mouthing my outro as I was doing it, which was the most surreal thing, watching yeah. him mouth what I was saying yeah. while saying it. <laughs> well, that was the first time, I, I think that's the first time we recorded with camera with him. The three of us. Yes. And so that's like the first he, time I've ever seen him outside of his profile picture. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. And like and so yeah. like he was like dancing. Like like <laughs> like where Nick's the music would play. He said Nick Sandy and he's like starting to dance and yeah. Yeah, and mouthing it. You know, like, th- he loved it. It was in. Th- there's a part of me that like if we were a better podcast, we would pipe that music in for the guests to hear as we're doing it. 
But I kind of love watching the flair of the guest bring in their own like, okay, this is where that would be when the episode is finally published. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that was a fun meta episode. Yeah, it was. Uh, Where are we at? Do I render this? Not yet. I don't know. It would be funny if we just did double meta episodes where the intag is its own meta. Because <laughs> that was the original plan whenever we felt like we wanted to do one with Miss Marvel, where we did the Miss Marvel episode and just continue and we going. Were just, and just continue going. <laughs> but that's where we felt like it would be disrespectful to yeah. not to take the focus away. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I think that's a to be continued. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the meta episode seven.